morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Well, I'm back for another episode of Couch Talk with the Shine Knight. I'm your host, David Love. And I just want to say um, ha- uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Uh, hope everybody enjoyed their Christmas and New Year's. And also, uh, today is actually uh, Martin Luther King's birthday. Um, the uh, celebration will be on Monday the 17th. But his actual birthday is today. If he was still alive, he'd be 93 by now. Anyway, uh, more on that later. Um, I'm going to start off with current events. I want to talk about uh, about a week or so ago on the 6th of January. We we, uh, celebrated, not celebrated, excuse me. (laughs) We observed the the past year of what I call the uh, domestic terrorist attacks on the U.S. Capitol. Um, President Joe Biden, um, he gave a speech, uh, about what transpired, uh, last year that time. And, uh, the things he said about, <laughs> the things he said about former President Trump, um, he, he went in on really, uh, he, he talked about how he was a rec- basically a reckless leader, um, and how he instigated the, the, uh, the, the, the rally or the domestic terrorist attack on the Capitol. Um, also, another person who nobody really thought about, or maybe some did, but nobody has really talked about that helped also instigate the uh, January 6th um, insurrection was uh, Ted Cruz, Senator Ted Cruz of Texas. Um, how he just, uh, his rhetoric, um, in my opinion, this is my opinion. Senator Ted Cruz has no backbone. First, he um, he was uh, kind of against Trump, but then Trump talked about him and his wife and just said insulting things about his wife. And then he went back and and doubled down, as they say, went and started supporting Trump. I mean, the, the guy is just um, he he doesn't have any. I don't think he has a moral compass, really. So. Uh, in all that, um, the things that have transpired in the past year, um, just recently found out that uh, members of the Oath Keepers are, are now just going to be put on trial about what happened on January 6th. And if they are convicted, they will be facing 20 years in prison. Uh, other things have come up uh, with the January 6th um, insurrection trial. They, uh, they're still trying to get some other things put in place. So just have to stay tuned and see what happens. But the the past year that that happened, it was just um, reminders of of how I guess I could say how fragile our government democracy really is. Um, we have one side of the aisle who wants to take us back to uh, I'll just come out and say wants to take us back to white supremacy, basically. Then you have the other side of the aisle who, who's fighting to to keep things more um, fair and just for the American people. But some would agree they're not doing enough. They're not they're not being aggressive enough. So that's where you have I call the people in the middle known as progressives. They um they're they they want the same things the Democrats want, but they want it a little bit more in a different way. I want to be more aggressive about it. Um, 
people like Bernie Sanders, um, I, could, I would consider him a progressive. He, uh, he's, he, he's been fighting in government for decades now about trying to get things um, put in place and, and, and done things right for the American people, for all people. And they, he's, he's just been getting pushback after pushback after pushback over the years. Um, he tried to run for president and he put it in. They, a lot of people didn't want to uh, um, agree with his methods, but he's still fighting. He's still, he's still out there pushing for, um, for things to change in, in, in this country. And I applaud Bernie Sanders for that. Um, anyway, that's, that's my take on that. And so that, that's my take on current events. Um, the next topic I want to go to is sports on and off the field. And I am proud to say, um, that the Georgia Bulldogs <laughs> are now the national champion, or excuse me, I'm so excited getting to talk right. <laughs> the Georgia Bulldogs are now the national college championship champions. <laughs> uh, they won their title against Alabama, um, and you know, they beat them 33 to 18. And it's been a long time coming for Georgia. Um, they haven't won a championship since 1980. Um, it's been like over 40 years. And I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for them. Uh, I'm glad they, they won because Alabama seemed like they, they, they were, I, I don't know. They kind of, kind of, uh, if you talk to some of the fans, they felt kind of overconfident that they were going to get this title. They thought it was going to be slain on Georgia and all this and, and you know Georgia was like the underdog in this whole thing but they came back in the end um because it was it was a couple of moments I was looking at the game it was a couple of moments I was like oh I don't know but then they came back and then when I when the score got away from Alabama so yes Georgia got this <laughs> I mean, it, was, it, it, it was it was it was cool to watch um you got to give it up to uh Make sure I find his name here. <laughs> uh, I got to give it up to um, the, the the college players who, I mean, and I'll be honest. I wasn't really one to really watch college ball, because college football, because um, I don't know. Some of the, my colleagues would tell me, well, you know, college, college football you, it's more exciting than the NFL because those 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 young men they're hungry they're hungry for uh for the um for for the win more so than in, in the NFL and I was like okay so I found sat down and watched a couple games and say hey they right about this so <laughs> so I I've been kind of the college football ever since but I gotta, gotta get up to uh, Kylie Ringo that guy right there he um. As, as some reports have said, he's he, he was the nail in the coffin for Alabama. Um, when he, he was, he's a freshman cornerback, and he raced to the end zone with uh, 79 yards, and that was the third touchdown for Georgia at that point. So after that, Alabama was done. It, it was it was I mean it, it was done. So um, as I'm talking right now, they're having a parade uh, for. Uh, uh, University of Georgia in Athens right now and I'm sure it's going to be a, a lot of fun I'm sure the fans I know they're excited I'm excited because I can barely get through the segment I mean so <laughs> I mean it's it's, it's 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 a real good thing for Georgia uh, University of Georgia I'm really happy for. 
So uh, that's all to say about that. And going into my next topic, um, I'm going to talk about movie news and reviews. Um, the movies I want to talk about um, is uh, Venom. Let there be carnage. Um, this is this was this one of the movies I want to talk about. You can talk about two movies, so this is one of them. Uh, Venom, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, and that was a sequel to the first Venom movie that came out a couple years ago. And it was it's anybody that follows these Marvel films, you know, comic book, even if they read the comic books, um, Venom is kind of a complicated character. Uh, <laughs> He kind of straddles, you call, if you want to call, he kind of straddles the fence between playing the good guy and the bad guy. So uh, Venom uh, goes against a new adversary in, in the sequel to the first movie, um, Carnage, who's played by Woody Harrelson, and uh, it it was it was pretty good. Um, they you know they show a lot of depth in the movie about. Um, certain things that goes on with Venom and Carnage and then um, it, it was actually pretty good so I'm not trying to get away too much um, I know I talk a lot about some of these movies so I'm trying not to say too much this time so but that, that one was pretty good and then the second movie um, was uh, called The Hard They Fall it's on Netflix and that's the uh, movie with Edris Elba and um, and uh Regina, uh, Regina King, and this movie is center. It's a western. It's centered around um, Nat Love, and there are there are different stories about Nat Love. Um, some would say he's a gunslinger. He was a gunslinger. Some would say that um, he was just a, a rugged cowboy. He was a, a farmer, things like that. Even some people would say he's a train conductor. But um, they even tell you at the beginning of the, of the film that even though the movie itself was really fictitious, it's based on actual characters that live in the Wild West, African-American characters live in the Wild West. So it's based around that love. And um, <laughs> trying to give this, this one too much away either, but <laughs> how can I put this? Uh, the, the guy that plays Nat Love, he finds out something about um, Idris Elba's character. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> so uh, it's it's it's, a sh- it's kind of a shocking ending to it, but um, it it talks about the just the way African Americans lived during the Western days, the Wild West, and I would say African Americans, black people were the original cowboys, the original settlers. Um, and I mean, that's just my opinion about it. That's, you know, you can agree or disagree on that, but that's the way I feel about that. So, um, since I was talking about football earlier, um, I have some memorials to talk about. Um, the first one is John Madden, who was an NFL coach. Um, he was also a sportscaster. Yeah, he died back on December 28th. Um, he coached the Oakland Raiders from 1969 to 1978, and he led them to their Super Bowl championship in 1977, which was Super Bowl XI. Um, after his retirement, he became a commentator. He became a commentator for um, the NFL um, uh, until 2009. 
And then, um, well, let's see, from 1998 to the present, he um he had that video game franchise, Madden Football. And you know, um, the thing about Madden, he you know he was he was a great coach. Um, he just he had so many different talents, but they all stayed around in the sports area. And that's I think that's the thing that people gonna miss the most about him. Um, you know, I'm sure whenever somebody plays that Madden football game, of course they're gonna think about him now. And um, uh, prayers go to him and to his family, and um, he rest in peace. The second one, people still talking about this one right now, Betty White, who died on December thirty first. She was just a couple weeks away from her hundredth birthday. Matter of fact, her birthday would be Monday, um, January seventeenth. So. Um, she was well known for stage and TV. Um, she was a radio personality. Uh, her career spanned eight decades. The woman has been acting on stage and screen for about 80 years. That's a lifetime. Anyway, um, after transition from radio, she went to television and became um, a staple for game shows such as Password, Match Game, to tell the truth, Hollywood Squares and the $25,000 Pyramid, and was uh, dubbed the first lady of the game shows, and won a Daytime Emmy Award for hosting uh, the game show Just Men in 1983. She also starred in uh, the Mary Tyler Moore, excuse me, Mary Tyler Moore show, um, the Carol Burnett show, uh, but it was the role that everybody remembers her for. Rose Nyland on The Golden Girls. Um, she was best known for that character, and I, I just remember watching that with uh, my parents growing up, and it's just, every, it used to come on Saturday nights on NBC, and just every, just every time I watched that show, I would crack up. It was just, uh, I mean, uh, that there, uh, I, I heard uh, they're going to be having a, a Golden Girls marathon on Hallmark on Hallmark Channel. But um, yeah, every every Saturday night, I, we would just get in front of that TV and watch her, uh, B. Arthur, Ruben Clanahan, Stel Getty playing those characters, and just the funny stories. Betty White do as Rose now and talking about back in St. Olaf. And I remember one episode; it was so funny to me that. <laughs> she started. She started talking about back in St. Olaf. She always start her story by saying back in St. Olaf, and then Estelle Gates' character played the mother of B. Arthur, Dorothy. She put some headphones on and she said, "Let me know when she's finished." So it was just those kind of uh, of riffs and those kind of jokes that were on the show. It's I don't know who I still don't know who the writers were for that show at the time, but they were geniuses for putting those four women together. I think. And uh, Betty White, she she will will be missed. Um, so the next person uh, is Desmond Tutu. We're just talking about um, today's Martin Luther King's birthday. Um, of course, everybody knows Martin Luther King as being the great civil rights icon that he was. Desmond Tutu also um, fought for civil rights in Africa. Um, 
he was an Anglican bishop who was known for his work in human rights activists and helped uh, put it into apartheid. He passed away on December 26th, this past year. Um, he was the first black African to be ordained as a bishop in Johannesburg and in Cape Town. Like the ways of Martin Luther King, uh, Tutu practiced non-violent, uh, um, he had non-violent uh, strategies and he also participated in protests to help end apartheid. After then, President F.W. Deckworth released Nelson Mandela from prison in 1990, he and Desmond Tutu led negotiations to end apartheid and introduced multiracial democracy. Tutu assisted as the mediator between rival black uh, fractions. After Mandela became president in 1994, Tutu was elected uh, to the chair of the Truth and Reconciliation Commission to investigate past human rights abuses committed by both pro and anti-apartheid groups. By 2010, he retired from public service. Desmond Tutu, I, I know I remember hearing about him back in the day, but when I started doing some of this research, I was like, he really did a lot. Uh, I didn't realize he did that much. Um, he he he's another to me he's another civil rights icon. He just did it in another part of the world, and he'll be truly missed. Um, my last one uh, just happened uh, recently, also with Sidney Poitier. Sidney Poitier uh, passed away on January seventh. Um, he was 94 years old. He was a bohemian American actor, film director, and activist. He was the first black actor in 1964 um, to win the Academy Award for Best Actor. Some of his films, because this man, he he was in a lot of films, just, just like Betty White. He was in a lot of films and stage plays. So I'm just named some of them. The, the ones he's really most famous for too. Um, some of his films he was known for are as follows. Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, Liz of the Field, In the Heat of Night, which later became a TV show. Um, a Raisin in the Sun, which is all, which is, was also a uh, play. Bucking the Preacher, Paris Blues, To Serve with Love, and then later he did moves like Stir Crazy, Shoot to Kill, and Sneakers. Um, and so many of the other films. His, his career spans six decades. Uh, him and Betty White, they've been acting more than some people have been alive. Um, those two uh, were long-time performers. Um, he has a daughter with the same name. Um, she kind of pronounced it a little differently. Um, Sydney Tamara Poirier, I believe I'm pronouncing it right. I hope I am. <laughs> um, she, the only thing I remember seeing her in really was they try, when they tried to do a remake of Knight Rider um, back in 08, uh, she was on there for a while. So she, as far as I know, she's the only one that's acting, um, uh, following her dad's footsteps. But um, those are my memorials um, for this segment. Um, all, all four of these people I've mentioned, they were great in their craft in their own right. Um, whether it was uh, human rights, whether it was acting, stage and screen, whether it was sports, they all did great things. And like I said, they would, they would be truly missed. Well, anyway, that is 
my time uh, for right now. Um, I appreciate all my listeners for listening to me today and join me on this episode. You can listen to me on the following podcast platforms, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. You can also find me on WordPress at Shining Night, or excuse me, Couch Talk with the Shining Night WordPress.com. Also, look for me on the Instagram page at DavidLove425, and you can email me at ShiningNight2020 at gmail.com. And I'll be back on the 15th of next month as I'll talk about more topics. Till then, catch you later, my casters.